um so before before the whole like podcasting i remember when we first started we talked about how we wanted to become better presenters and you know just having being able to talk better right yeah yeah um i have noticed that i am a lot better at having a conversation about something specific or like pro- like a project related thing i don't like say stupid things like i used to anymore it's like a lot more like concise and stuff and i wonder if it's a direct result of of, of doing this yeah was this even during like the pandemic zoom era mm-hmm. this is still, like during the zoom era yeah, yeah, yeah that you felt like you were still saying dumb things yeah 100 yeah okay. um but then i've noticed that recently like i was in a review and i did like i was surprised at how articulate i was because i usually am not and I was like, that must be like, there's no other way, like, because I'm not talking to anyone else, other than in, in in this uh, in in this setting. So I thought that was really interesting. I had an interesting conversation with a friend yesterday yeah. about the podcast. Yeah. And uh, she said that uh, you are like really surprised her in terms of the way you talk in the podcast, and you're actually really good at it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like, better. Like, she said, she was like, Nathan, I just got to be honest. I think Al is way better at you than at talking. And I was like, yeah, I'm not surprised by that. I can I can see that. But yeah, it was, it was really interesting. Well, that makes you feel nice. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so I was like, I was like, I'm going to tell him that. I'm going to tell him that uh, when we record. So um, yeah, man. Anyways, let's get started. Yeah. Sick. Welcome to uh, Lost in the Grid. This is episode 13. Lucky 13, number 13. Yeah. Uh, this is Alan Nithin. I don't have an intro. I'm like out we of intros. intros I'm, I'm, I'm out of intros. This is Alan Nithin uh, talking about weirdly funny and fun stuff. Uh, and uh, yeah, what are we talking about today, Al? Uh, well, I think this was uh, your spark, uh, The like talking about collaborations. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was... It was, I think it was just something, it wasn't really like my spark. It, it came from something we discussed in a previous episode. My favorite, all-time favorite episode, Drawing versus Image. Okay. <laughs> uh, we ended with this, this weird conversation where we got into graphic novels, mm. right? And, and I, I, when I mentioned that, like I, there was like a reaction from you that I didn't expect. Because uh, you got enamored by it a bit uh which is kind of surprising to me uh but then like yeah it's something that we kind of talked about a little bit and we kind of talked about developing this idea for a graphic novel based on oh wait it wasn't the drawing versus image one it was the firm conversation where we were talking about the big firm small that's firm. right with the yeah. different yeah. options yeah and so we we kind of discussed this potential idea of creating a story of like a character living four different lives with four different yeah. firms or uh, and what that would be like. And it kind of sparked this this idea of that. And I think once we stopped recording, you mentioned that 
is something that you really want to kind of explore. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and likewise. And then we kind of, we went away for a bit uh, and then we came back and we were like, we, we both were like, that's a pretty daunting idea to explore. Like the, just the sheer scale of it. Uh, it would take like more than a couple of years for us to even get to something reasonable. Yeah. Uh, and so then we kind of discussed, you know, well, where we could go there. So it was just like this, this underlying notion of potentially collaborating on something. And then I thought it would be interesting to kind of talk about that because there was like this like increasing level of frustration based on everything we talk about about we're, we're talking a lot but we're not doing a lot yes uh and i i i was feeling it a little bit but i think you were feeling it a lot more yes <laughs> um in my mind it was like i was okay with it a little bit because i'm like you know like even like talking about it is doing something that i wouldn't have done anyways in the past so i was like okay i, I can make my peace with that a little bit but i think you were getting a lot more anxious well it's not I just, I'm not interested in, I mean, I think this is great. I'm grateful to be doing a podcast, but I don't want to be a podcaster. I want to do this as a, well, it was like, I guess, a, I don't like, I guess it was a form of an experiment. Like, let's see what, where what it happens. takes us. Yeah. And I want it to take us to a place where it's, where we have to do things for it. Right. Exactly. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. I didn't, I didn't quite think about it that way. I, for me, like, I didn't think we were going to get to a point, well, this quickly, <laughs> I thought it was still going to be a lot more like like exploring conversation, but it was getting hard. It was getting a lot harder to do this because like we were definitely like, like what are we going to talk about and what are we what are we going to say? Like, I don't think you either of us are like natural podcasters. No, but it's more uh, I don't want to search for things to talk about exactly, and then make a right? show. I'd rather talk about something that what you're I'm doing. doing and I don't really feel comfortable talking about what I do at work. Yeah, um, because I for mean, a few reasons, but. <laughs> Yeah, because ultimately, like, talking about work is not really, ex like, it's not the creative force that, you know, we kind of want dictating well, there's our lives. that aspect, but I think it is, I am interested in sort of the very nitty gritty practical things about mm -hmm. work, but it, I think it's so slow and where it's still at the big, or at least mm -hmm. I'm at the, uh, actually not even beginning anymore. Like, if you think about it, five years in mm -hmm. is not a small part of your like five out of 30 years or something. Well, I mean, it's not a small part of you. Like, I mean, in five years, but like if you think of our lives in five years, but like the last five years before we started working was we learned architecture, right? That was grad school right there. Yeah. And then the five years before that, that is like we, whatever your undergraduate was. And five years before that, it was like the seminal high school years of your life and stuff like that. So it's like, it's, it's just a sizable chunk of, of who you are as a person. But yeah, like um, you're right. Like, like as 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 interesting it is as it is to talk about the nitty gritty about work and you know like about like hypothetical topics about like or like interesting concepts. There's only so much that I can do uh, before we can we kind of run out of things. And then, we, yeah, you're right. We start searching for topics, uh, and then you have to like you have to like do research on that topic to know what you have to talk about. And it comes off as a bit. Not fake, but like unauthentic. Uh, I don't know if I'd call it inauthentic, but it's just not what I'm wanting to do. Exactly. Well, I mean, inauthentic in the sense that it's not what we want to do. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, so it was it was getting a, bit, a lot tougher. Um, yeah, we had this conversation about the graphic novel and you, you mentioned that you wanted to explore that. Uh, and I was like, hell yeah, that freaking sounds amazing. 
we should definitely do that. Uh, and then it was just it just came to a, like a way of how would we do that, right? Like mm. uh, this that that idea we had that was inspired by four three two one the book. It's great, but it's it's not a it's not something that we can just test the waters with. Like if you commit to something like that, you're committing long term. And since this is more of like an experimental thing for us, it would be maybe something like a bit of a smaller scale is what we were both kind of interested in. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then I think we were kind of brainstorming a little bit and we still hadn't really like, and I still don't think we have figured out how we're going to make this work. Both of us. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think that's what the conversation today is going to be. But, but we had this, this, this start where we were like, well, what could we do? And then, uh, we discussed that maybe what we could do is like, rather than like, you know, the podcast is kind of existing as it is. Maybe what we could do is kind of, uh, add like take novelize the graphic, the, the podcast a bit, uh, or like take the concepts that we've kind of discussed in the podcast and make it something. Yeah. Um, and then that's where we went and we kind of went our separate ways and we, we kind of like here and there, we'd like send each other something. Uh, but it was like the start of like this idea that I think we want to commit to, to a certain degree so we can actually do something. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so yeah, so when when we went away, like you you had some direction. What what did you end up like looking into? Well, I like the idea of doing like the prompt to think about if we could make episodes into some sort of graphic thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. I think I gravitated though to like episode one, like being mm-hmm. about the grid, um, and then we sort of talked about like it would just be like a car chase sequence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. Just, I just wanted to make it clear that when we said we were going to novelize the the podcast, it's not just going to be two like cartoon characters sitting in front of a mic and just like speech bubbles. I think that was that was not the intention. No, um, it was going to be more like we take the concepts and we develop a story, and then you came across you came up with the idea of a, a car chase um, that kind of defines like elements that we talked about in the first episode, like the grid. And, you know, like the forces that kind of apply to us. And we took that and we kind of just made it a bit more graphic novel right? Like we added like a, a, a car chase sequence and like two characters or like one character and kind of develop a story from there. Uh, and you mentioned that you've done creative writing in the past and it was something that you wanted to explore a bit more. Yeah, well, actually, the, the idea of the grid and <laughs> the uh, that writing class all come from uh, like a class in grad school. Where we were reading, it was Mary Lou's class. Ah, okay. And it was like about the the apparatus. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Anyway, I've been kind of obsessed with it. Maybe it's not even that interesting, but I can't escape it. <laughs> so that's obsessed why. with it. How? Uh, just um, so before grad school, I was really interested in the French existentialists who okay. like deal with like you know you need to become a authentic being. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that mean? It's a uh, I couldn't give you a concise answer but basically like you have to be true to yourself mm-hmm. so there's like all these ways you can sort of lie to yourself and not be authentic and he gave like all these different um examples so this was Sartre and then de Beauvoir had the this book the ambiguity or say the ethics of ambiguity mm-hmm. I don't want I'm going into a it's <laughs> okay I, I think it's interesting she had like all these different prototypes of people so mm-hmm. there's like the serious person who takes life at face value like you're here for a purpose and mm-hmm. like you follow the rules and mm-hmm. you 
live life that way and then there's sort of the passionate people or like the adventurers mm-hmm. who are kind of almost like um uh, she's saying they're also inauthentic but they just live totally by the whim of whatever they're feeling and they live not... on the seat of their pants yeah um anyway she was trying to explain like her whole argument about how it takes so much intention to be uh somebody who lives authentically mm-hmm. i feel like a dink but <laughs> Anyway, so the, their work is like about how you become an individual. Mm-hmm. And then in grad school, it's like all of this, like the apparatus, the grid, Foucault's uh, disproti- like it's all the things that actually don't let you become an individual. Right. And argue that you're just a part of this mm-hmm. grid of forces. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all of that to say, that's why. But it's so hard to talk about, right? Because it's boring to say, here's what I'm interested in. But if you can show somehow... A character in this thing mm-hmm. so literally a grid that mm-hmm. they're driving through is like where i think it can right so yeah so we, become clear yeah we 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 we'd set up all these concepts uh throughout the episodes i mean and we thought it'd be interesting to yeah illustrate that it would it would be because you and i like did i totally <laughs> lose you no no not at all uh well i mean no, no, not don't, don't worry, you didn't. I get, I get what you're going. I'm just, I'm just trying to paraphrase it a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, we had all these concepts that that we developed, and it thought would be interesting to make it a story, hmm. right? Rather than like the podcast is probably like the first level, like first level of brainstorming where we conversed about it, we talked about it, yeah, and then we kind of established some thoughts and some perspective based on it, and then I think the the, the next this next level is this potential graphic. I don't want to say graphic novel because graphic novel gives the implication it's going to be like hundreds of pages and no, it's like a prologue. For yeah, a graphic yeah. So novel. that'll probably never happen. But you never know. Important. You never know. <laughs> but um, and then yeah, so we take all the information that we've kind of developed over the past 13, 12 episodes, or maybe not even for the past few episodes, and we make make it a make it a thing. Make it a story. Well, I took your prompts, but I think I'm most interested in that first exploring yeah, that yeah, first right. episode. The first episode is the most interesting one because it is the, the world building exercise that we've done. We've kind of established parameters and we've established uh, limits of of why we felt the way we felt. There's these grid of there's this grid of forces that's been on us and at the time we were trying to escape it or we were trying to understand it. And we I think we realized soon after that we're not as lost as we thought we were. But yeah, it's interesting because that, that first episode is the one we kind of established ground rules. And what we're trying to do now is kind of illustrate those ground rules a little bit. Yeah. So where so where do we go from now then? Like, I mean, we've we worked on things a little bit, like but sparingly so. But you wrote something and I wrote something like a, I don't want to say a script, but like a, like yeah. a, a basic story outline. Yeah. Of, of what this prologue would be where we established who, where, why. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the next step forward is like, what do we do with that? And that's when the notion of collaborating came into play, because working with someone else with, is, with, with like such a specific idea isn't easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, working with someone else in general isn't easy. You and I have worked together in the past in school, and it wasn't the smoothest experience, I would say. Like, so, like, it was interesting when we were thinking about collaborating. I had that in mind. I'm like, oh, like, how, I wonder how this is going to work. And I thought, yeah, I think both you and I thought it would be interesting to talk it out uh, today and see, like, what can we do? Like, how can we work <laughs> together? 
because I'll be honest, man. Like there was a, there was a period of time where. Um, what do you think when you think of collaboration? What do you feel? Uh, yeah, I, I think the easiest and probably the most well, the type that I can think of the most examples of is where everybody comes together, but they have like a very specific role that they bring, mm-hmm. um, so that you're not doing the same thing as somebody else, mm-hmm. and so that's the easiest kind of that's kind of like the model for working mm-hmm. at least in terms of when you're working with your consultants and client and all the other players the other type of collaboration is probably what happens like inside the office that's where, what i was just gonna <laughs> yeah, ask you I was like what do you what do you what about the collaboration because it's a lot easier to do the first one because everyone is so specialized that that you can just do like what you know and then you can expect the person to do what they know and there's not much overlap right? yeah it's more like coexistence more than like it's not there's not as much tension let's just say yeah the um it's funny so i was i mean i'm junior level mm-hmm. or i was especially on early stages of the theater i was on and there were two design voices that were often uh differing and then yeah there would be kind of arguments and debates and then actually like there would be like a give and take um and it probably but it was usually they actually probably agreed on what the outcome should be mm-hmm. but they didn't agree on the, the the way to get there in a way yeah like one person was way more optimistic about budget and stuff and mm-hmm. the other person was way more conservative mm-hmm. uh, so that's probably the good because then they're like what sort of canceling each other out and then you probably have like a reasonable uh, but they're both headed in the same direction actually mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what do you do when you're not so what if you what if what do you what do you do when you're like you have like the base the base idea is the same but the but everything else is kind of different. How do you deal with that? Are you talking about our comic now? I mean, I, I, w- I don't want to get there, but like yet. But yeah, essentially. Do you, I guess we might as well jump into the novel now. We've kind of been dance- <laughs> dancing around it for a bit. Well, we might as well jump into it. We kind of had these notes that we kind of established beforehand, before we did anything. It was just like, oh, like, it would be cool if we did a car chase. Yeah. Right. And, that, and at the time, I thought it, had, like, it ended in a crash or something like that. Yeah, that was like the initial. The initial, and then like who it was gonna be was like two faceless individuals. That, yeah, that's what we were gonna do, and then we kind of went away with that and this idea of like developing a, a car chase with no like like nothing specifically defined, and then like I think you and I talked about oh like what's the character gonna look like, and then you you sketch something and yeah. I sketch something and it was like polar opposites of course yeah Uh, so like do you want to explain what you sketched uh well i guess i'm not that into uh i want to digress a little here yeah sure so as a kid i read tintin a lot like i think i I read all of them in the uh library Mm -hmm. Uh, and then i did get into like trying to draw my own comics Mm -hmm. uh but like i didn't actually get into like the real comics mm-hmm. i don't think mm-hmm. uh what do you mean by real comics like like superman batman that kind of stuff yeah all that stuff yeah yeah, yeah. or even real graphic novels mm-hmm. so i think i have a very like basic understanding or very naive view of like the the genre yeah, yeah. thank you um anyway but that piqued my interest because like when this came up i was like oh this is like a childhood <laughs> <laughs> reliving my childhood um, and I sort of knew of the Watchmen and I'd actually picked up that like making of mm-hmm. the Watchmen probably 10 years ago. And mm-hmm. then like kind of was like, 
it'd be cool to get back to this. Mm-hmm. So I guess like that's what got me excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, my character probably derives quite a bit from. It's like an updated version now. of Tintin, but like not Tintin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it was also because you suggested like this faceless yeah idea, and I'm not like I. I didn't quite get it, but I, it was in my head. So mm-hmm. that's why there's like the mask and that's what explained like the hat and mm-hmm. the goggles. Um, so like he looked like a World War Two pilot. Well, I don't want to say that because I don't want to get away from that. But it's like, so, yeah, if you pictured like a World War Two pilot. Like your initial sketch, like we're not tied to anything right now, right? So your initial sketch was very much like, uh, like he's wearing an aviator hat. He's got his yeah. goggles and visors and he's got a mouthpiece. And he's got like a, he had a really nice like jacket. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought that was very cool because it's funny when I was picturing the same thing. Cause when I, like when I, uh, the reason I said like the nameless faceless uh, character was cause more so cause I didn't want to tie it to one particular person, but I, it was more like it, this could have been, this could be anyone in the grid. Right. So that, that's why I kind of like wanted to the do most generic the most like the most generic but it was also like you could anyone could see themselves in that position i see kind of kind of kind of so that was why i was like the faceless i mean that was like the creative artistic reason the logistic reason was because like i suck at drawing faces okay (laughs) but that was like secondhand and that was also purely inspired by daft punk because uh these are two guys that create music, but their their persona in the band is of these two like ro- robotic individuals, and they were like really on my mind because they just broken up, and it was just like a, it was just kind of like, you know, one thing leads to another, and just an idea that came to my head, and so when I was thinking about like a nameless, faceless individual, it wasn't as nostalgic as yours. It was very much like driven by what I thought the grid would be. And like it was like a purely like digital space, and so like my when I developed my character, it was like this this like robotic head, uh, uh, again like inspired by the Daft Punk helmet, and he had like a screen, and he would like portray his emotions based on like uh, uh, characters like exclamation marks and uh, dots and stuff. That's how we like portray his emotions. So that's what I thought was like an interesting character and he's like wearing a biker jacket with like a shit ton of patches and like you know sneakers because obviously uh so that's what i thought was like an interesting character and so when i saw yours and i compared mine i'm like this is gonna be interesting how (laughs) how these two pair together and then like like we kind of like talked about that for a bit and then you started writing us a draft where you you kind of gave him an identity and you you gave him like a purpose it wasn't a race anymore for you it was no something else. yeah i uh i got away from the race because i was sort of sat down and like if they're both just racing and mm-hmm. you have no context mm-hmm. and then they they the punchline is like they're they don't get it either like it kind of i feel like it's not as powerful because like why are they racing then mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted like a version where somebody's escaping something. Mm-hmm. So I think it's easier to communicate. This guy's trying to get the hell out of wherever, mm-hmm. and there's somebody the grid, coming after right? him. Uh, yeah, well, 
it's a character that mm-hmm. they're escaping now. Right. But yeah. So you you had given the character an identity, like you give you call him the the Titan. Uh, yeah, and, the Titan is chasing the character. Yeah, and but I'll say like I don't actually care what the hell they look like, what they're driving. Mm-hmm. It doesn't like I just wanted to start drawing, mm-hmm. uh, but I actually don't care what they look like. <laughs> really, that's interesting. No, I don't care at all. I care about like the process of how like I like to drive by hand. I don't like. I guess it doesn't bother me if it doesn't look that polished. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it doesn't. I'm not set on like a specific car or character mm-hmm. look. Interesting. Interesting. I'm the exact opposite of that. Like I, I, for me, my process is by I need to like every every element that I choose needs to fit with the story, so that I'm telling. So like the the character has to look a certain way, the car has to look a certain way, the city has to look a certain way, because it's all like part of the story. Um, and that's why I would like, so we both sat down, we wrote our draft separately. We didn't tell each other what we were writing when we wrote it. And when I was writing mine, cause I still stuck with the, the racing thing. I, I, that's why I thought of, uh, the movie ghost in the shell, which is like this great anime movie, but everything was like so deliberate because everything had to be drawn. Right. So every decision that they made was a very deliberate decision. Um, uh, and they, they had this like beautiful way of just like showing the space where the characters were interacting that that the city itself became its own character and it kind of like influenced a lot of the things that kind of happened around so like even like the way the shots were framed the 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 main protagonist was like like maybe a, a, a portion of the overall image and then you see the kind of city existing behind and that kind of really, really stuck with me because I just thought that that's they're they're doing a lot of like storytelling, because I'm I was I'm really drawn to the storytelling part of all of this, and they like by making like you know things look a certain way and like them looking a certain way they were like talking about this, they were telling the story, just not like through speech bubbles or or you know things like that. But couldn't like, isn't it just giving it a different style? Like you could tell the same story and have it a different uh, setting. See, that's I don't know. I I don't know if I if I believe that as much because I think especially with such a visual medium, like everything you show has a reason, and you're like if you're if you're not like because you, you said you don't care what they look like. Not uh, really, no. I mean, I do care about making like a good world, but it doesn't. Um, but wouldn't you like consider like what you're putting in it or would you just draw like a building in a car or something like that no 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 absolutely i would want it to be considered but like if somebody that i'm potentially collaborating with (laughs) is like i want it to look this way i to totally be on board really i I thought it would be the exact opposite i thought it would be like no i care more about like writing it So I guess that was where my tension was with, with this whole idea of working together because I thought you were very tied to to uh, how things would look. Well, I think this is the the crux. Like, I don't care what it what the style is, but, like, I'm not going to draw... Like, I'm not obsessed about making things perfect. Right. Um, and so, like... Well, this is, like, how we divide it up. Like, if there's a graphic style that we're shooting for... Mm. 
that's only say achieved through like iPad mm-hmm. drawing. I'm not going to be able to do anything, right? Right. Yeah. That's or it, maybe that's the question: like, what do I do, and what do you do? That's true. You said you want to write it. I'm interested in that. Yeah. Not that it has to be like that way, but that's an aspect where I'm not as flexible as what everything looks like. Say. Right, and I'm 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 a lot more flexible in the story because I'm kind of just taking uh, like from the start i kind of just took elements that you kind of threw out and which kind of explored it so like in my version of the draft like it was still very much about the race and you notice that i didn't like in my version of the draft there was no character building there was none of that it was just purely about building the world it was showing what the grid was like and we just get to the point where there was a crash and that's when like the first words are kind of spoken so so um it's probably not the best form of writing because I found yours a lot more compelling because there's like a, there's like reason, right? And in mine, there was no reason to do like there's no reason for the car chase. Actually, you know what? Let's let's explore that. What did you think about what I wrote? And I will tell you what I think about. What um, you wrote. Well, no, I, I think it was very close to what we discussed. Mm-hmm. And I think my issues are still sort of if they're racing, uh, but not knowing why, like, why would they be? racing and then why would they be confused about like where they ended up right um which is maybe a slight against our podcast (laughs) (laughs) well i mean so there was like when we when we mentioned the racing thing i asked myself that question too i was like why were they racing and i and then because we were tying it back to the 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 reasons why we kind of started the podcast and then i kind of like post-rationalized a metaphor in the sense that maybe it was like how we were like we were kind of just like racing through grad school to, yeah to get to a point and then i kind of built the, the narrative that there was no real racing there was no real reason for the racing other than the fact that they just wanted to beat each other which is a very like silly reason but it's also kind of human in a weird way that's true yeah. um and so that's where, like, the race doesn't end, like, with somebody winning. It, the race kind of ends with them just kind of losing control and, like, crashing. And it was, like, going to boil to a fistfight or whatever. And that's when they kind of just, like, took a mi- minute to kind of realize, hey, where the hell did we actually end up? We weren't really paying attention this entire time. We just, we weren't really focused on anything else other than just each other or, like, beating each other. Uh, which is very similar to like me in school. Like I wasn't focused on anything other than like, hey, I just want to be done school so I can become an architect. Um, and then once we came out of school, we kind of worked a little bit and I was just like, okay, this is what it's like being in architecture. What does that mean? Like, what does what it, it mean? Right. Um, so that was like a very like literal parallel that I tried to develop between the two. Um, I don't know if it translates as well uh, as a story. I don't think it does because it's not as obvious. Well, I, I mean, it does. I was just more thinking like, are we just going to have six or four pages of a car chase? Yeah. So that's, that's the other how thing. How do we make that, that interesting? That's, that's the other thing. Like when I was writing it down, I'm like, in my mind, if I saw this, this would be fucking cool. But I, because I know what it means. Uh, but if I were to give it to somebody else to read and it's just like, because I wasn't even like, in most of the sequences, I wasn't even visualizing the cars. It was just going to be trails of light. And it was just going to be like the city as a, as on the background kind of thing. Right. And then there would be like, like close ups of like uh, gear shifts and whatever. 
but if I gave somebody to read that, they're like, okay, this is a car chase. Cool. What, what is that? That's all. So versus yours, there's like a motive to why he's like, like, well, we don't know what the motive is, but the, he, he wants to escape. So you're like at least trying to, yeah. You okay, like you kind of try to visualize him. Well, why is he, why is he trying to escape? And like, why is that guy chasing him? Kind of like that. So I, I, I really like that uh, compared to mine. Um, but yeah, so see, I thought like, okay, I'm not too tied to the story because I didn't think I had a great story to tell. I had like sequences, but I didn't have like the underlying like motive versus which is what you had. So I think that could work really well in our favor if we were to develop that together. In terms of how do we collaborate and create this thing? Yeah, it makes sense for us to like divvy up the work and and do something. But how that works, I don't know. Um, yeah, because we both have very separate ways of working because I'm uh, like as much as I've been trying to do more like hand drawing, like with when it comes to something like this, I would be I'm a lot more comfortable just like whipping it out in my iPad uh, versus like you've been actually like teaching yourself the, you know, how to ink. And well, teaching is a big word. Well, I think you're like, making a mess is more. <laughs> well, I think, you know, that's what makes it so fun, right? Like um, it's just cool. But yeah, like that's that's the big question is like, how the hell do we make this work? Like, how do we freaking do it? I, I'm sure there's a way to do it. I don't know what it is. Do you have any ideas? Um, I don't know. Like the way they um, comics are done, I think like you have the penciler and like the finisher. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's a possibility or if there's a if there's a way we like template the thing so that it's one person can template, which I guess is a version of penciling. storyboarding. So I was watching, this is not strictly graphic or comic related, but I was watching uh, Avatar, the last airbender, the cartoon. Yeah. And, and then I just, I thought it was like, Oh, this is really well done. And I was like, I started like looking into how they did it. Um, and so what they, what they do is like, it's like, two studios kind of working on it and one of them purely just works on the character and the other the other one purely works on the environment and like the details and then there would be like overlap so so let's say in like our instance there would be like a, a like a car drawn very roughly by one person and then the other person comes and like makes it more accurate and like cleans it up and mm. does that and so it's like a, an overlap between the two and then there's like some detail introduced in one end and then a bit more detail introduced in the other and it kind of culminates into something. So, um, but I, in terms of like the setup, I think we, we got to write it out. Yes, we got to storyboard it because that's very important. And I feel like those are things that we could do like together. And then we kind of go and figure out one person does this and one person does this. Um, and yeah, collaborate. It's This shit makes me nervous, man. Like, uh, like honestly, like it, it's. Uh, what part makes you nervous? Just like the idea of like working on something, so specific, it makes it makes me nervous. Like, and in my nervousness, I was like, oh man, like, like what if this like is just an utter failure? And like I was kind of like worried about that. And then, at that moment, I was like, like, do we just take what we thought about when we were talking about the four three two one version of the comic, where we talk about two chapters. Uh, of the same chapter 
uh, and I was like, "Does is that an option?" And this is what I said. I like I was the, the idea that I wanted to throw at you, where um, you have an idea of what base like the core co- components are the same, uh, but you had an idea and I had an idea, and then do we like try it out separately and see how it works as like two prologues? I don't know. Well, I was thinking of that too, but the thing is, if we actually figure out a way to work together, we're going to get something that's actually better. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And like, if we each have a separate, like then great. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> I mean, on one hand, it's still good because we still made something. Yeah. Uh, but it's not, it's not as fulfilling. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then the flip side was, and this is, this was just me brainstorming. I'm like, do we both like start the story at our own end and we kind of meet at the same spot? Uh, are you talking about like you would be drawing, I would be drawing, and then they, I... kind of, yeah, and then when we meet, it's just like a clash, of two styles. Maybe. So so from then on, it would just become like a, a hybrid of pencil and digital or something like that. I don't know. That was another idea that I thought, but I just didn't know how to make that work. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, I think we just get to the middle and do the whole thing that way. <laughs> yeah okay so is there anything you're like really tied to like based on like what like what you've developed and what i've developed is there anything that you've decided like this i need this to be there i think it's more like the sequencing that i'm pretty interested in Mm -hmm. um like what parts like i've started a rough storyboard Mm -hmm. um and not necessarily like it has to be this way it's just like i'd like to be involved in it yeah uh but then like what kind of car what kind of uh characters they look like I, it doesn't I'm not... why i'm curious because why not why why doesn't that matter um well to be like i think you have a very strong idea of what um you're thinking of so. but i'm not like tied to it right like it's it's this is like uh it's it's funny like i start thinking about like very tiny details when i think about these kind of things and sometimes i worry that this is why I'm like telling myself not to be tied to any idea because sometimes I get so caught up in a detail that I try to shoehorn it in to the overall thing. Right. Uh, it's funny, but like, but what when detail I, are you thinking of? Uh, nothing, nothing like specific, oh, okay. but like because uh, again, I was telling myself I'm dead. Don't get don't don't get too caught up with this. Like the whole idea of like the the emotional screen display, like it's it's interesting, but but like and it would be an interesting way of conversing in a in a in a book. Uh, where like the liter- the dude just literally talks through his face, but but it's not something I'm like tied to. Um, but like it's anything- good to come from both sides actually. Yeah, I and I think like uh, working together it's great because yeah, like I I will I would go into like okay, what kind of car should it be, or or what kind of outfit should it be, like I would get into that, and um, but I also really like that our characters are so distinctly different. I actually really adopted that idea because it's like like your instinctual reaction to developing a character was that way and my instinctual reaction to develop a character was that way right and the fact that it doesn't mesh kind of makes this interesting tension between between the two and I thought that was very interesting so um yeah you're right like you and I have very different ways of looking at it and uh I think that's why this could work (laughs) hopefully yeah um but but I'm sure, like, you know, I'm sure uh, when it comes to it, like, when we actually start developing it, you probably get invested a bit more in what the character looks like. It's not that I don't 
care. It's that I don't have a anything that I'm tied to. Like I don't think the I agree the setting can help the story, but I think the story um, can adapt to a bunch of different environments. Actually, mm-hmm. that's true. I agree with that. Um, but yeah, like I I I think whatever the envi- like the environment it becomes, like it'll take on the the setting itself will take on some role in it even even if we were to do this in a forest let's just say um well actually futuristic actually no, which no i think no. we're both actually yeah we're both kind of set on that i think that helps the i also think that it's like kind of derived on the there's an ambulance outside or mm. fire engine um but i think it also like derives from the graphics that we've kind of developed for the podcast because it's got this like yeah. weird like retro futuristic vibe yeah, that's and that's true. again it's very interesting that's also based on the the lettering that we developed for the the podcast which which is you from which you <laughs> which you started actually you you had a napkin sketch but of it that came from daft punk too it that came from daft punk <laughs> too yeah like honestly man daft Punk's such a great ex- like influence but yeah like i think definitely futuristic but even if we were to do it in a forest it would work the setting would like play into it um the story could be the same but i think the setting like just develops it a, f- a bit further that's why i'm so caught up in like what the world looks like as well yeah so what are our next steps uh i think we tightened the story then i think we put it together like a really rough storyboard mm-hmm. and then i think we actually um i'm just gonna throw this out there if it doesn't work for you it doesn't work but like what if we do like a rough drawing like pencil if you will mm-hmm. and then elements of it get like way more detailed like i'm thinking of a scene like if i quickly rough in the challenge is going to be getting the whatever i draw mm-hmm. <laughs> to actually match like a reference image right and then if we have like this really beautiful drawn car in like a sketchier background i think it could really work yeah I think if so. that works yeah well i mean there's no harm in trying it out right i think this is like the experimental phase like yeah. i don't think we're gonna get to like our final look until we mess around a bit yeah very, yeah yeah so um i think that's really cool i mean this did lend to like the next conversation which is probably a little bit more difficult of a conversation about like what that means for the podcast so you have a feeling about it i do and i had i was opposed to it but then the more i talk we've talked today i'm, I'm kind of getting more on board and maybe it's because i've like like it, it's kind of like a, a weird sense of no i don't want to spoil it like so what is your feeling well i just i'm more interested in actually making things mm-hmm. than talking about making things yeah um so i think this is a great opportunity because it's not insurmountable and i think we could actually have a lot of fun and actually grow a lot like Mm -hmm. i've already been drawing more than well i didn't draw all of the pandemic so it's like a thing to do i think it's worthwhile and then Mm -hmm. i think especially if we do find a way to um, work together collaborate yeah (laughs) i think that's like a really uh rewarding thing to do and then we have something to talk about okay so <laughs> that is a very nice way of uh, putting it and I, I agree I agree with you 100% but it, essentially what it meant was that we're not going to do the podcast regularly anymore no yes and at the, at the yeah. time I was like I don't like this idea because at the time the podcast was very much 
this like constant in my life that I'm like, okay, I have to do this. And so I would like function that way, right? But then you're right. The more I thought about it, I'm like, it's going to be very difficult for us to give this 100% and give the book 100%. Uh, and then I'm like, you know what? Like, I've always wanted to do this graphic novel. Uh, and like, it'd be silly to like be tied to something that was purely experimental, the podcast, to and like not give that 100%. So then I'm like, you know what? Yeah. And then it was kind of like this like weird period of like, not mourning, I wouldn't say mourning. But like this, just like I just had to, I just had to reconcile with my feelings of that, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, Frick Al's right. Like it makes more sense for us to like put in a lot more effort into the the drawing side, and it's not. I'm not saying like it's the end of the podcast. Like more so than now, the podcast rather it becomes rather than it being a vessel for our feelings of like what we want to do, or what we could do. It it becomes a vessel of what we did right like in terms yeah. of like hey we worked on this we worked on the story and this is what it is and like we have discourse about it through the podcast like and it's not going to be regular like so who knows when the next one's going to be but but it'll be there uh and it's just kind of like uh it'll be nice i think it'll be nice i think it'll be i mean i was actually kind of sad i was less sad because it didn't i didn't know if we were actually going to do that yeah uh but i also don't like it'd be like another thing to like stop and not do regularly but yeah. what if we do still meet regularly but instead of podcasting we're going over whatever we've drawn yeah and then i think even like that instagram thing can then become the vessel for that's that's what i was gonna yeah the next thing like we've we've kind of paused on the instagram because it was it was becoming very a similar problem to what we are facing now with the podcast is about like what are we going to show next and so if we're actually working on a project that is a bit more of us, it'll be easier to like show things. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I'm 100%. I like, I like that. So so where does that, what does that mean? Is this the last one? And, well, I, no, it's not going to be the last one. But it's, but it's, it's the, the last, last regular. regular one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and you know what? I'm fine with that. Like, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you, man. Like I'm with you there. Like, uh, Maybe this isn't this isn't a goodbye. This is a see you soon, <laughs> <laughs> and I like that because we 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 started this whole exercise with this notion of looking for something, and we found something. I don't know what it what it means. I don't know what this graphic novel really means, but it's something. You know, it's like it's something that is more than just us talking about wanting to do something. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think I wasn't gonna be? I don't know. I'm a little bit. Uh sad now but yeah i think it is the right thing 100 percent. i mean the fact that you're sad it's like it makes me feel good not that you're sad but it makes me feel good because that means that like out the like i was dealing with the, my sadness then i was like i'm glad you are sad too because then it means like, oh this yeah 100 yeah this is like a worthwhile uh, experience right uh and i've had like yeah we've had great conversations with friends about it and and uh it's just now that it'll just pivot to something a bit more about what we're doing more than what we're saying, which is great. I think that's good. Um, Who knows? Maybe we'll have like enough after two weeks. We'll be like, I'm frustrated with this process. <laughs> Let's rant. It's true. Uh, that's true. Um, uh, yeah. Like, no, I like, I realized that the only real artwork that I was putting out recently was like for the podcast. And and uh, as as cool as that is, I'm like I I want to do something more, 
uh, as much as I like the work artwork that we're putting out. Oh, yeah, it's uh, really nice. Uh, but yeah, I would, yeah, I, I agree. I'm, I'm on board. Uh, I think that's a, a good place to kind of end it. Should we end with the Would You Rather? <laughs> no, I think the Would You Rather is also, we're grown up now. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, this is great. Um, yeah. So watch the space, I guess, is, yeah. is the next thing. Uh, Al and I are going to start on something new and different and exciting and nerve wracking and all in all, all emotions bottled up into one. And yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that we have something really cool at the end of the process. I but even still, I think the process is going to be worthwhile. There's a couple of things. Uh, there's a couple of practical things that I'm hoping to get out at the end of this this uh, uh, exercise. This, this ability to draw people is one of them because <laughs> I suck at it. Um, but yeah, no, I'm definitely looking forward to to what what comes. And uh, yeah, we'll keep that Instagram posted like with things with random things. I mean, we could start sharing already. Like we have a bunch I of think things we to should. do. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, man, sweet. It's good. This is this is uh, this is cool. This is good. Um, and so we're not sure when we'll be back next, but we will be at some point. Uh, yeah. So thanks, everyone. And have a great day. Yeah. See you soon.